Hey, Coop. <laughs> hey, Rob. How the heck are you? I'm good, thank you. I just lost my job. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to just, that. Just temporarily. Just temporarily. For, for, the, for the foreseeable. And that's a, that's a direct <laughs> quote. The Book of Mormon is not happening for the foreseeable, as with uh, all West End theatres and most touring productions in the UK. Because Boris Johnson said, instead of closing them down himself, in which case the um, UK theatre industry would be able to claim insurance because it wasn't uh-huh. up to them. So if Boris Johnson said, yeah. shows are cancelled, then, oh, we can't do shows because Boris Johnson said we can't. Instead, he said, we advise people not to go to the theatre. <laughs> So now people can't go. Dang. And what a th- and the ones that way stay of... open now look like awful people. They look awful if they stay open. But they can So they have open. to close, so have to close. of their own accord. Yeah, which means which they can't means they don't close get insurance. insurance. So lots of people are calling him out on being having ties with the insurance industry or something. But cheers. Well, you know. Uh so Hey everybody, this is Places, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. a travel podcast with theater people, and uh, I'm Jacob, and that's my sexy British co-host, Rob Colvin. Who's, sexy British um, unemployed just... co-host. We're both unemployed now. <laughs> just That's right, we're in the same boat. Uh, Rob was just giving you a little update, um, and me as well. So, uh, you know, everybody... Everybody send Rob your good vibes and uh, join and money, our Patreon. Please. <laughs> Give us your money, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a bit crazy. Oh, Sorry man. to anyone who's come and see the show or anything. Um, we're, yeah. we're just as I disappointed mean, just, as you are. Yeah, and it, it's a big old bummer, but we are trying to stay light, happy, and optimistic, which is why we are continuing to bring you new episodes. The best damn podcast in the world. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, today we are not going to talk about the coronavirus. No, sir. Today we are going to talk about, drum roll, please. Make sure it's an old timey. Uh, revolutionary war style drum roll because we're talking about Boston. Yeah. So this was a while ago, right? Well, now there's a travel restriction, so we can't go anywhere. So we're just going to have to talk for a long time about places we've already been. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. And But don't worry, as soon as all these uh, travel restrictions lift... We will mm. be back on the road, back going the to road. places. Oh, baby! You'll have, and you'll have just a huge long list of cool places <laughs> to to go visit, as recommended by us. But so. until then, it's essentially two people reliving some of the best years of their life. Like, remember when we did this, Jacob? <laughs> I remember when I had a job. Remember when we went to Boston? Do you remember, Jacob? <laughs> So this was August of, I want to say, 2018. Um, yeah. I, I believe that's yeah, correct. Was, yeah. I know no, it, no, it was because it wasn't the, it wasn't just gone, was it? Yeah. No, it wasn't in 2019, and it was before Kevin Clay left us. So therefore, it must have been 2018. Mm. Uh, and I, yes. So so uh, August of 2018, we went to Boston for two weeks, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, and Boston is a really cool 
place in the United States. I know that was very sick, lame sounding, but, it, but it really is. Sick intro, Jacob. Boston is Boston real Boston is neat. a really cool <laughs> place. No, it is. Uh, we... we uh, we, we I visited there in like eighth grade. I think that this is something that uh, a lot of eighth graders in the United States do. They go to the East Coast and they and they visit and mm-hmm. they see a bunch of places. And Boston is one of those places. Um, and it feels, I think, more old timey and uh, you know, New Englandy than than most places uh in the country and that's one of the reasons that I like it. Yeah, I loved it as well. You and know, I, the, it was it was interesting. It's one of the one of the only places I've been to in America that feels that has that kind of history um, and feels a bit more right. like home in that regard. Um, and yeah, interestingly absolutely. enough, just a random side point, it's one of the only places that I've seen some brands that I get in the UK. I remember being absolutely shocked seeing a Nando's, a Cafe Nero and a Primark, which are three huh. absolute staples in the UK. I've never seen them anywhere else. Nando's I've seen in a couple of places, but for some reason, they're all in Boston. So interesting. I wonder if that's because of the New England feel. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. That 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 they feel like, oh, we could go there because it, it feels right. Right, right. Yeah, it's a weird one. Um, but no, we absolutely love Boston. I had an amazing time there. We stayed in an amazing hotel. It was very expensive, but luckily we got the producers to comp us a little bit of mm. the money. I think they helped us out with that. So we stayed at the. <laughs> I stayed at the Godfrey right. Hotel, which is gorgeous. We also had an amazing uh, concert yeah, there. We went to Nantucket, which is a yes. island off the east coast of America. Very posh island, kind of. Yeah, we'll, yeah, and we'll get into we'll all get that into later because that, 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 that was a wild time. Mm. Um, but, so we were there for two weeks and the hotel was super close to the theater yeah. and kind of right in the heart of Boston. So it was very easy to walk around and see the old historical sites. Sure. And we were right um, next to Boston Common, which I believe yeah. is like the oldest place in America. Oldest, like established. That's such a bad thing to say because obviously it wasn't. I mean, I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> but that's um, very possible. It's a really cool old, old park, old Boston Common. Definitely go walk through there. And if you're walking there, I would advise you to go and get breakfast or a little pastry and coffee at Tate Bakery. There's a couple of them in Boston and they are, oh, it's so nice. It's like very Instagrammable, white, tile and amazing food it's so great yeah that place feels like an instagram dream influencers dream oh yeah (laughs) it really does it's so pristine and picturesque exactly Uh, and the food is delicious you know they've got all these like fresh breads and like sweets and stuff Mm -hmm. that are like in you know in the glass cases that all look old (laughs) and ornate and the food is truly delicious um i assume the coffee is also good i am not a coffee drinker but uh i know rob is yeah I, i don't drink coffee so you look like you drink coffee, but knowing your personality, I know that you don't need to. Just say, so, you know, some aspects of it, you're like a writer. So I think, ah, and you're American as well. So, and I don't know. Do oh, yeah, I'm an American writer with, with you know, circular metallic framed glasses. Exactly. You should like, be like, I should chugging, have... like the <laughs> IV dripped up to coffee. Um, but yeah, Tate oh, is amazing. It's on uh, mm-hmm. Boylston Street, I've got here. So uh, check that out. 
Yeah, very All chic, right. very Instagrammable, very beautiful, pretty place. But the food is also really great as well. Monochrome, yeah. utopian, optic white kind of Instagram vibes. Love that. And so I just looked this up. The Boston Common, uh, which is the name of it. Uh, it's sometimes, <laughs> as Wikipedia says, it is sometimes erroneously referred to as the Boston Commons, plural. Oh, but it is just never. one, the Boston Common. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't want to do any erroneous referring. <laughs> um, but so it, it's dating from 1634. It is the oldest city park in the United States. Yes, so good come number, on, Rob. Bob. it's 50 acres uh and yeah it's gorgeous it's really big and and lovely to walk through especially during the day when it's not pissing rain uh, as rob would say yeah yeah, yeah. and a lot of the time that we were there it was in fact pissing rain uh as new england is uh (laughs) as new england is so often doing Mm. Um, Uh, as as its namesake suggests uh, yes yeah. <laughs> precisely fair amount of rain. but no i mean we were quite lucky i think with the weather there we i remember some days being gorgeous and shorts gorgeous. and t-shirts um not yep. all the time obviously but yeah but um yeah boston common amazing 1634 another little coffee place because i remember being super into my coffee in boston a place called the thinking <laughs> cup uh it's right ah. by parkman bandstand so good by the sailors and soldiers Clever name uh monument it's awesome. Really, really good coffee there. And you know what? As soon as this uh, current pandemic scare is over, mm. these places are going to need your business. So <laughs> uh, please yeah. go and check out Tate and the Thinking Cup. Uh, we hope they are surviving through this uh, <laughs> this very difficult period of time. Oh, yeah. Um. So we... Uh, one of the things we did uh, while we were there is we had um, an understudy run. So for those of you who don't know what this is, um, the you know for swings and standbys, uh, if we didn't have rehearsals, then we would just be sitting backstage sometimes months on end without practicing the show. Well, we that's that no anyway. good. We need to be ready. <laughs> so sometimes we do that anyway. But in mm-hmm. general, they try to keep us rehearsed. So in Boston, we had an understudy run. Uh, Rob was was doing the run as Price, and I was doing the run as Cunningham. Um, And Rob had a really fun experience during this run, and we just want to share that with you all. <laughs> Tell me about it, Rob. What happened? Well, let me uh, set the scene a little bit more for you guys. So, obviously, you know we're standbys. You know, we love being standbys. Or, I guess I'm not a standby anymore. But, you know. No, you're not. We want to get promoted. Everyone wants to play the role. You know, the understudy wants to play the role. You know, it's always the way. Um, you want to do bigger and better things. You want to play the role full time. You want to get to do the show every night. So. Yes. The main man in charge of that decision is uh, the producer. Our lovely producer was in town watching us uh, and the show, but they That's were right. also watching us, you know, s- perhaps scouting. So, you know, you, we, we were super trying to impress, very, you know, not high stakes, but pretty high stakes, I would say. The you idea know? is, oh, hey, let's do a good job for this person. Yeah. They're in charge of me it's, having it's a job. It's in your interest, it's, yeah, it's to do well. It's a good idea to do a good job. Exactly. Uh, so, you know, the stakes are somewhat high. You want to do your best. Show's going well. Act one, in the bag, feeling good. Act two, uh, if you know the show, you know that uh, Price comes on, uh, Hell Dream, and he goes straight into a song called I Believe. 
Hell Dream ends uh, with a little bit of choreography, some partner work. Uh, and during that little bit of partner work, I grabbed <laughs> the hand of my esteemed colleague, uh, Mr. Jamard Richardson, Jamard Rafer Richardson, um, one of my best <laughs> friends. Uh, I will lovely guy. I will happily totally. say this on air. He is an absolute idiot. Uh, I love him <laughs> very much. No, nothing on his intelligence, just purely in in the friendship sense. The guy's an idiot. I love him, but he's an idiot. So. Um, I do this little bit of choreography with him at the end of the song, um, grabbing his hands, spinning around. He's stopping me, catching me with his hands and, you know, lots of hands coming together. I then go to the side and Price lays on the floor, wakes up and, um, I start doing the scene. And then, uh, the attention goes over to Cunningham, who was on the other side of the stage, leaving Price on the stage left. During yes. that scene, I look down. And in front of me, on the floor, I can see little droplets. Uh, our stage is multicolored. It's uh, got lots and lots of different paints on uh, on the floor, so that the light is picked up, and you can change the color of the floor below you. Seeing all these droplets, I'm like, "What is this on the floor? Oh, there's more. There's more." I follow the sort of trail of droplets to my finger, which is bleeding profusely. <laughs> I have, like, so much blood coming from my hand. And at this point, I can't quite tell where from. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, freaking out. Uh, the scene's still carrying on. Uh, I'm looking in the wings, trying to get I the remember... attention. <laughs> Go on, Jacob. <laughs> I remember I was, like, suddenly... <laughs> suddenly the scene just stopped like i said a line and someone just didn't respond to me and i was like what what's happening yeah. and i turn and rob's hand is just yeah it's just buckets of blood so where where had been <laughs> cut right. is my oh, pinky man. uh what do you call the little indents what would you call that like a like the knuckle yeah but the underside the, the of, the knuckle. Side of my knuckle so the underside of my knuckle on my pinky was cut all the way across my finger and I still have a scar here now actually which I'm staring at and my blood is boiling thinking of Jamard Rafer Richardson's face as I do it <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, so I'm looking and I'm like how did I cut myself what did I do like you know did I cut it on the floor or something like that running off stage and I try and we try and strap it up you know and our producer is in we need to just get the show done and then I'll go to hospital afterwards maybe if, if, if it needs <laughs> to be um, the blood is still streaming. We're going, we're going, we're going. I go on, I sing, I believe. And literally I get to the end of, I believe, finish the song. And this large amount of tissue we put on my pinky is now crimson red with blood. Oh, it's bleeding oh, through. And so I'm like, speak to Sergio. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm really sorry. I can't do the rest of this. I think I don't know if we finished it or not. Did we finish it? I can't remember. But I think I think we, we might have finished it. The show. Yeah. You and must then, have just gone and wrapped it yeah. and like gotten it cleaned a yeah, little bit. I, I don't yeah, know. I think but it was Jason, our lovely one of our lovely stage managers, was cleaning up my cut on the side of the stage so we could get through this understudy run. <laughs> and as soon as the understudy run finished, uh, I ran off to uh, the local uh, like ER where they put 
uh, oh, man. four or five stitches into it, and they had to put an injection Oof. into the cut. This is the worst thing ever. Ugh. Something I've never had stitches <laughs> before. I know what they are, obviously, and I know how it happens, <laughs> but I've never had it done before, so I didn't think about the fact that you have to get you have to get the the cut itself numbed, and in order to do that, they have to shove an injection into the cut. And oh, it was the worst thing. Oh, it hurts so badly. Uh, so I'm texting Jamard. I'm sorry I'm laughing, but this is just, it's truly quite funny. We need to, we need to clarify how and why this was Jamard's fault. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> right, you're right. So I'm texting Jamard. How did this happen? And he's like, oh, what did he say? I, I said like, are you wearing a watch or something? That was like the first thing I thought, like maybe he's wearing a watch. He's like, no, no, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, acting dumb. And then... I look at his hand, and he is wearing this ring. And this ring is in the shape of an eagle. The wings curl (laughs) around the finger. It's huge. It's massive. And then it has, like, an eagle's beak at the top, which pokes out when you make a fist. Jutting out into a sharp point. Like... And it was so sharp. Like, the it, the most dangerous thing, the most dangerous type of ring you could be wearing on stage, yeah. other than something that was literally designed just, to be just a weapon. wear a knife. <laughs> this thing is truly, <laughs> and and yeah. So uh, Jamard scarred me for life. I still have the scar on my on, underneath my ankle, both both physically and emotionally. Emo- <laughs> the emotional scarring <laughs> is what's the deepest. Um, right, right. But, um, yeah. So uh, Jamard, if you're listening. Um, I hate you. I can't believe you scarred me for life. <laughs> Much as I would like to forget about this ordeal and forget about you, I cannot because every time I look at my hand, I'm reminded of the trauma of that day. Yeah. Thank which, you. Good night. Uh, let me ask you: <laughs> Has that left a damper on your memories of Boston? Oh, I mean, it's left a damper on my life. Full stop. I can't rehearse. <laughs> I can't rehearse now without fear of uh, being impaled again. Mm, uh, mm, I go through yes. life a shadow of the man I once was um, <laughs> because of that day. Um, yeah. Right. Well, that's all I have to say. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I thank you for sharing this story with us, uh, with me and with our listeners. Um, I'm, I'm not sharing it for there. pity or, or for tragedy. I'm just doing it to raise awareness. <laughs> <laughs> to, to raise awareness of Jamard's Yeah, because of Jamard's incompetence. He, he's still in the Book of Mormon, right? And he he's still wears sure. that ring all the time. He sent me a photo of it not long ago. <laughs> So if you're rehearsing with them, make them take off the ring. Yeah, this is a because I think Jamard is right now on the Australian tour. Let this be a warning to the Australian tour: check Jamard's hands before. That's right. You rehearse with him. Don't let what happened to Rob happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stop this. Um, we can stop this Madness. pandemic before it's. <laughs> and it, uh, the pandemic <laughs> thought into my. <laughs> That went into my mind as well. And I was like, this is no, not appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Okay, well, in other news, I went to a concert 
<laughs> Boston. I saw Cake and Ben Folds, and it was awesome. That's awesome. It was great. Um, I went with Dahlia. We planned it like months in advance, and Kevin was supposed to go with us because uh, I love Cake and, and Kevin loves Ben Folds. So it's <laughs> hilarious then... every time you say like the band name. I'm like, yeah, I went to see Cake, and I love Cake, and <laughs> I love Cake, and I went and watched Cake for two hours. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, he. Uh, was supposed to come, but then they had a press event. It was on, like, the Monday we got there, so oh. we were getting there early enough that we could see it, but then Kevin and, and Connor had a press event, so Kevin couldn't come. I'm laughing now, but it, it was sad in the moment. Mm. It was very sad for Kevin. Sure. Uh, but it was a great concert. Uh, we had a blast. The The venue was really huge and, and, um, and uh, historic, and I would tell you what it was, but I forget at this moment, but it was great. Uh, which really, I think the the coolest thing uh, about our trip to Boston was our supplemental trip uh, that we took. <laughs> the coolest thing about our trip to Boston was something that didn't even happen in Boston. Had nothing to do no, with I'm... Boston. It was just we traveled from Boston <laughs> to get there. <laughs> but Boston was also cool. No, it was. But we didn't travel on a tiny little private jet to get to Boston. This is very true. We traveled on a tiny little private jet to get to Nantucket. Yeah. Uh, the the rich man's island. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. Uh, I think it that's is, appropriate, uh, honestly. It is a very cool place. Uh, basically, our 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 music director Andrew lives there, um, and As his you do. husband lives there and runs a little theater uh, there. And basically, they were like, hey. Andrew gathered some of us together and was like, "Let I'm going to take you guys. We're going to fly in a little jet. We're going to go to Nantucket. You're going to do a little uh, show there to raise money. Um, so we get, just got to like decide what songs we wanted to perform in this cabaret, which was really rad. Uh, and we got flown there and we stayed in this big, crazy house. I don't know. What, what, yeah. what uh, big no, thing uh, stand the, out I mean, to the you thing about? that stings out... Sorry, I'm still recovering stings. I'm just thinking about the pain still. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is what you've done, Jamard. Yeah. No, this is what you've done. The thing that Everyone sti- be sure to go find Jamard on... Uh, his social medias and um, give him lots of you know, grief. I actually did this last time. When it actually happened, um, I put on you my did, Instagram that Jamar right. did it and lots of people were having a go at him and like commenting on his photo saying, I can't believe you did this to Rob. <laughs> anyway. So let's bring this back. <clears throat> Round sorry, two, baby. Sorry. Round two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please attack. Any attack to Jamar is relevant, I think. Um, but the thing that sticks out to me most about our trip to Nantucket is just flying in a private plane. That's the most insane thing that's ever, the most insane method of transport I've ever been on. I felt like, I don't know, a superstar, a Hollywood superstar or something. We we arrived at a very fancy part of Boston Airport uh, for the private planes. Yep. No security. Tra- jumped on there, had a couple of glasses of wine and beers on the actual yeah. flight. And then like within an hour, we were there. And uh, yeah, it was wild. And it was really the crazy. concert was great. We had to kind of make it up on the day between, uh, I think, us two mostly and Leonard. We ended up blocking the whole show with a few guys. Yeah, we kind of blocked the whole thing. right? And who else was in it? Keisha was there. Jaron, Jamard. Um, uh yeah. briny 
Right. And uh, yeah, it was it's a great show. Uh, we, yeah. you know, it was very it was very loose. It was like kind of improvised. A lot of it were like, oh yeah, we'll get on, and then we'll just say a lot of something. So you'd be like, hey everyone, da, 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 you know, and just sing a yeah, song. Yeah, we kind of got fun. to do whatever we wanted, yeah. which was really really fun. And that that's something that uh, we don't get to do that often on tour. You know, we're, yeah. we're doing the same show all the time. It's it's rare that we get the opportunity to just perform whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, so that was a really great opportunity to do that. Yeah, that was great. Um, and then a little mixer afterwards and some yeah. wine and drinks and then uh, back home the next day. Oh no, we left that yeah, night. We left was... after. Do you remember? We got we took that private plane back the, the we, night. We got there sun we left Sunday after the show. Yeah, that's right. I think. And got there that night. And then stayed there that night in that big house. And yeah. then uh, Monday we did the show. We like we like rehearsed during the day. We went out and got fancy like seafood. Mm-hmm. Remember, like I think I got like a lobster roll, which yeah, was yeah, delicious because yeah. it's like this fresh lobster. Uh, and then we did the show and we did the mixer and we got on a private jet and we flew back to Boston. Crazy, crazy. Um, but yeah, that was crazy. wild. And then uh, back to Boston and. Uh, what can I remember from our last time? We played a lot of squash. We got membership to an Equinox, which is like these very, very oh, bougie gyms. Yeah. Kevin is super into playing squash. squash. So we played a lot of that. So we played a lot I of I met that. Aaron Tovey as well. He was... Oh, because he was there. He was there with Moulin Rouge, Moulin Rouge, which at the time was doing... And we've been to the real Moulin Rouge now, Jacob, as well. Yeah. yeah. And I've did. seen the show itself, which... <laughs> I wasn't crazy about, but uh, <laughs> but I I met uh, Aaron Tavay, which is very cool. He's um, a lot shorter than I expected. I don't know why. I <laughs> I, I just I think I expect people that I because I, I kind of look up to Aaron Tavay. He's like you know done so many cool Not shows. Literally. So so yeah, people I kind of look up to. I don't know why I I. Particularly if I looked up to them when I was younger, I kind of expect them to be in that sort of, there's like that size proximity, like you look up to them literally. And yeah, meeting him and he was like, he wasn't sure, he was like, I don't know, 5'10 or 5'11 or something. But I remember being like, and also I, the the fact that I'm very tall, you know, most people <laughs> I, I say, meet are you're taller. You're not going to meet many you're people. You're not going to meet a lot of your, uh, a lot of your heroes uh, who are actually taller yeah. than you. <laughs> You're not going to meet a lot of those. You were really sure. (laughs) But yeah, so he was there for the out-of-town tryout of Moulin Rouge. I think some people from the cast and crew went to see it. I know I wasn't able to. Yeah, I wasn't able to. Because of that rehearsal, I think, yeah. Um, Right. But some people were able to go see it, which is cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, And another thing that I did was I went to Harvard, which was so cool. I played Warner in Legally Blonde twice at that point. So actually seeing (laughs) the real place. um, Yeah, it was so cool. Um, So now the next time you play that role, uh, you'll you'll have a real actual connection. Yeah, yeah, you'll be method. Yeah. But you'll no, go to Harvard first. You'll you'll complete it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems necessary. Um, but yeah, Harvard, if you get the chance, it's not far from, um, from Boston's town center. It's in Cambridge, Mm -hmm. funnily enough. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great place. So many intellectualites kind of walking around, going around doing their thing and amazing old campus buildings. And yeah, it's really, really cool place. Harvard Yard is the name of the main 
sort of square where all of the big buildings are. There's a statue of John Harvard. You have to rub his toe or something. It's good luck. Something like that. But, uh, yeah. but I believe that's not actually John Harvard, that statue. Oh, really? At least one of the statues that's supposedly of him is not actually of him. I only know that because of um, The Social Network, the movie, which oh, is what yeah. I always think of when I think of uh, Harvard. Um, it's one of the uh, like rituals in the hazing process of getting into one of the finals clubs that Eduardo has to do in that huh. movie. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, then I'm just talking nonsense. But, huh. <laughs> uh, you know, as a movie recommendation, if you haven't seen The Social Network, please go see The Social Network. I think that's an excellent movie, but we're getting off topic. Yes. <laughs> um, um, I think I, vis- I didn't visit Harvard during this trip, but I did when I was much younger and came with my class. Mm-hmm. Then we, we, you know, my elementary no, I guess it would have been eighth grade. So my middle school class, we came and we saw Harvard, which was very cool. It is. It feels. Uh, it feels so old, and that's something. I, I, and I know it. It doesn't actually feel old in the scheme of the world. Like you know, when I've been to places like Israel and China, like those places feel old. But in the states, mm. New England is some of the oldest. Uh, some of the oldest things we really get to experience yeah. in terms of man-made stuff. And you can definitely um, so, feel that just walking around the whole of Boston, you know. There's something yes, more it, it, prestigious and that old world kind of thing. It keeps the essence, yeah. you know, with all the old brick and the cobblestone exactly. streets. You can tell these streets were built not for cars, but for horse and buggy. And, like, that, you can tell, you know, it's it's smaller, a little more uh, scattershot in the way Definitely. that it's all designed. You know, it, it keeps that feeling of what it was like to be here in colonial times. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's very neat. That's something that I've enjoyed, that I, that I enjoy very much about the East Coast. Like, you know, California is nothing like that. And yeah. I love California. Spent my whole life growing up there. But it doesn't feel old at all in the same way, you know? California feels very new, and New England feels much older. And we should say that we, we obviously recognize and understand that there was a lot more before Europeans came over. We know that. Yeah, of course. But- uh, in terms of leaving its mark on, that's kind of all we have in America. Funnily enough, I was reading a thing way off topic, sort of, uh, about Iceland. And Iceland has, like, no old heritage because so much of their, what people um, what people lived in and their monuments and their statues were made in natural resources. So um, it didn't stick around. Oh, interesting. So maybe a lot to huh. be said... For that in uh, some of the, um, you know, Native American peoples. Yeah, well, you know, the the places you can go to see what is old is the national parks. Right. You know, the places that have been not, that haven't been uh, uh, impacted by human development. But in terms of, you know, human built things, New England is kind of the oldest you get yeah, in the United sure. States. Um, and that's so so for somebody growing up there it feels very uh i keep using the word old but it feels you know historic uh, important prestigious historic exactly exactly yeah Yeah, definitely and uh yeah 10 out of 10 would recommend go to boston there's some good pubs there great places to eat we had a great night out there some amazing pubs oh we did go check that out there's yeah, the Green Dragon Tavern. There's some really old historic uh, 
pubs Zachary that you can Earhart, go to Henry Boston. McGuinness and Josh uh, Marin also had an amazing night at a party, uh, club slash uh, bar there. Don't know what happened on that night out. Don't care to know. But uh, <laughs> we started out with them and then they did not come home that night. So, yeah. That's right. So, uh, you know, if that's I mean, they came home that night. <laughs> I should say, they came home and that they, night. And they were never, they were never heard from again. But we, we left it. Well, all I'm saying is we left earlier than they did. That's literally... <laughs> yes. <laughs> sounds a lot less dramatic. <laughs> Good work. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, the Green Dragon Tavern o- often has live bands. They did when we were there, mm. which is also really neat. Like, there's... There's a sort of mix and old and of old and new uh, down that sort of street where you can do the pub crawl. Uh, and lastly, I just want to share, um, I think this is really important. Um, if you want to go onto Instagram and give Jamard hell, then his Instagram handle is Jamard Rich, J-A-M-A-R-D-R-I-C-H on Instagram. Please feel free to uh, follow him there or don't follow him and just send him some grievances. Definitely don't follow him, but as an anonymous person, (laughs) message him, comment on his, in fact, let's all comment on his most recent photo. What was his his handle again? His his handle is Jamard Rich. J A M A R D R I C H. Jamard Rich, and we're all going to comment right. on his fo- first photo, the most recent one, and we're going to say, "How dare you?" No context, nothing else. Yeah, just no context. How dare you? If people could do this, yes. Oh my god, I would appreciate it so much. I would appreciate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> He will freak out. And I can guarantee yeah. you he doesn't listen to this. So he will have no yeah, idea why. Absolutely. He'll have no context. He'll have no idea what's happening. Um, and this video is him singing something, which I think Perfect. is even better. Perfect. <laughs> oh, amazing. So uh, if you care, you'll do two things for us. You'll find us on Patreon and you'll follow Jamar and, and give him hell. Yeah. How dare you? Guys, thanks so much. We love you. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we always appreciate it. It always means the world to us. Uh, And we will be back very soon with a new episode of brand new stuff to talk about. Hell yeah. And now, to play us out, the National (laughs) National Parks. Sorry, I thought you were going to take over. (laughs) (laughs) We're very professional here (laughs) and prepared. Yes, we are. Bye. 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 Another time